0: Viva Malachi, social justice. Hello and welcome to the Ignite Youth Podcast over here at Wayne Fleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots, and we have no fun at all. Yes, I knew it.
1: Oh. I knew I could get her to laugh we again. You almost made yes. it. Oh. Yes. Yes. Welcome to our youth podcast.
0: <laughs> okay, youth that are listening, just make it your goal to get back at Wes for me. Come to my defense, <laughs> defend me. I'm being wronged. Okay, but
1: when you start a podcast like <laughs> Viva Malachi, it's hard not to try and laugh. Okay,
0: if you could see the text that Wes gives me to record these podcasts, it's all in like italics. Oh yeah, it's, it's got, great. Like, exclamation <laughs> points, and you can't say it without like. If you would have given me maracas, maybe I, was I could to say. handle it or like a flamenco skirt. I don't know what we're doing. Isn't that what they do? I have no idea. Well, we have fun. But now I'm laughing at you more. <laughs> yeah. All right. So moving right along. Malachi. Our good friend Malachi. Number
1: three. So And yeah, we're focusing on social justice. Um, so a bit, of a, a bit of an interesting one that we're going to be focusing on. Um, we're probably like, why are we focusing on social justice about youth group? But it's important. Our youth are some of the most social justice-oriented people um, that we have. Oh,
0: yeah, for sure. So,
1: yeah, they this generation has been labeled one of the social justice generations, where they're just yep. they're out there to make sure people are good. Yeah. And so we're going to be talking a little bit about social justice in the story of Malachi and mm-hmm. um, what that looks like. So to give background, uh, again, for uh, what we're going to be talking about today, um, Malachi continues to address the complaints of the people um, and the complaints of people that God wasn't moving in a positive way throughout Israel. Mm-hmm. That God's attention is focused on issues, that God's attention, but God's attention is focused on issues of social justice and how the people were responding to them. And um, 2.17 suggests two common responses. The first is this, by saying all who do evil are good in the eyes of the Lord and he is pleased with them. Some people we're just flat out ignoring the needs around them. I don't believe that all who do evil has to do with murders, you know, all along those lines. Even though Israel was ignoring God's commands, I think um, it's too far um, to just think that large groups of people were aff- affirming um, blatant evil acts. Instead, I think it's very likely that all um, who do evil apply to people who. We're taking care of themselves first, finding personal success, and yet turning a blind eye to the injustice around them. Um, Thus, for our day, this is a successful businessman with the classic, you know, everything. The nuclear thing that America talks about, like the nuclear family, the nuclear everything like that. Someone who is so focused on themselves and doesn't see what's around them, really okay so it is easy it would be easy to look at people and sit and see the worldly success and think ah, oh, they are good in the eyes of the lord and that god has pleased them yet because they only do for themselves and only do earthly gains god would view them as those who do evil
0: Ah, uh, i see the i other, see what you're getting now i wasn't yeah, following yeah, yeah, yeah. at the beginning what you were saying
1: yeah. we wrapped it up okay we yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah we've come full circle so the other common response is by saying where is uh, the god of justice the other group of people malachi addresses were ignoring what was happening but also weren't willing to get involved with making anything right mm. there's response to be like watching another person get attacked and having a reaction to pray for them and even more so complain to god in that prayer that God would even let this happen.
0: Ah, uh, instead so of, instead of like, kind of like put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. yeah.
1: The first one, that's the priests. Second one, yeah. that's the people of Israel. Mm. I think there's a clear distinction we can yes. see in those two responses. The people of Israel, the, the priests of Israel, there was a common theme since they were in power and a bit corrupt a little yeah. bit. They took a little bit of coins off uh-huh. the top. Uh-huh.
0: Skimmed a little. They skimmed a little. Yep.
1: And so the idea of a businessman, that idea of relating it, can almost be a little similar, where we, we hear people in corporate things who take more for themselves than actually for others.
0: Yeah, well, they w- they want the perks. They feel entitled mm-hmm. to the perks. Yeah, And that's, I mean, still a problem today. Yeah, exactly. Maybe not always for priests. I, I didn't mean to imply that, but I just meant, you know, often leaders will yeah. make the most of the perks that they can.
1: So Malachi then proclaims that his attitude would not be left unaddressed. That God mm. would address this and that the messenger of God would suddenly appear. Although initially that could be seen as hopeful, especially as it's uh, is what Israel wanted. The, Masa- the messenger would come with um, refiner's fire, launderer's soap, and the judgment. Israel would be put on trial and its list in five verse covers a number of scenarios that would have to do with people taking advantage and oppressing others and depriving others of basic human needs. So when, we, when we're reading this, we're kind of like, there was a lot more going on in yeah. Israel. People were being denied things. People people were being taken advantage of. People were living lives and doing evil yeah. to each other. And when we read this, we're like, whoa, there was actually a lot more going on than we realized in the yeah. story. One added note to the term messenger, there's been a lot of debate to exactly who this term messenger refers to. Some have argued that it was Malachi himself, especially given the Hebrew, the term in Hebrew is Malachi. Um, the term literally translates as angel. So some have argued that the divine ah. messenger or even the Holy Spirit from a New Testament perspective. Others have argued it refers to Elijah and others have referred to as pointed to John the Baptist, especially given that Matthew t- eleven ten, 10, Mark 1, 2, and Luke 7, 27 seem to refer to this term messenger. Okay. And lastly and obviously some point to Jesus, mm-hmm. the coming Messiah, especially in the context of of the messenger bring judgment and refine him. So, in our BIC worldview, yeah, we point to Jesus. Yeah, we say that Scripture points to Jesus. So, I think that's the view we're going to be taking. Sure. So, what we're going to do is we're going to read the passage that we talked about. This is Malachi two seventeen to three five. So, it starts off with saying, "You have wearied, <laughs> wearied the Lord with your words. How have you wearied him? You ask." By saying all who do evil are good in the eyes of the Lord and He's pleased with them, or, or where is the justice? Where is the God of justice? I will send my mess. And this is what God says: I will send my messenger who will prepare the way before me. Then suddenly the Lord you are seeking will come to His temple. The messenger of the covenant whom you desire will come, says the Lord Almighty. But who can endure that day of His coming? Who can stand when He appears? For He will be like a refiner's fire or a launderer's soap he will sit uh, as a refiner and, purif- and purify of silver he will purify the Levites and refine them like gold and silver then the Lord will have men who will bring offerings and righteousness and the offerings of Judah and Jerusalem will be accepted to the Lord as in the days gone by as in former years so I will come to put you on trial I will be quick and testify against sorcerers adulterers and perjurers Against those who defraud laborers of their wages, who oppress the widows and the fatherless, who deprive the for and deprive the foreigners among you of justice, but do not fear me," says the Lord Almighty. So, this is a very prophesying time. Mm-hmm. An oracle had prophecy in it. So, an oracle usually had a way of dialoguing. So what does whole-
0: oracle mean? So What's oracle- the definition?
1: I need to look up what oh the biblical he's definition. Googling I have to. I can't. Yeah, I can't. no, that's okay. Biblical definition of an oracle.
0: Because you've heard it referred to as like in movies, right? Like, oh, let's consult the oracle.
1: Mm-hmm. Biblical definition of an oracle. Okay, so the oracle of what it says, a biblical definition, is any um, utterance made or received as authoritative, extremely wise, or infallible. Hmm. So I speaking to God. There so someone receiving the message of God and be able to speak it. Okay. Where do I leave off? Where did I leave off? Oh, you asked me what is an oracle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what an oracle is is someone who um essentially gains wisdom from God or is able to speak what God is saying. Mm-hmm. Um so It's a, a, a person,
0: not a document.
1: Yes, it's a person, not a document. Um when there's a type of writing that we see in the Bible, um, where it's maybe more prophecy, maybe more um, dialogue, maybe it's more yeah. literature, law, like there's different types. So if you, if you ever go to Bible college, you actually study this, and I can't remember exactly what an oracle is listed as, um, but as we've talked about in the first part of this series, Malachi's oracle. Okay. So it's him talking, God talking through Malachi. So it's it's him getting the knowledge and the understanding of it. It's infallible. Sure. It's from God. So when we read that, Mm-hmm. Um. This this oracle that God is giving, this this prophecy that Malachi is giving to the Israel people, I believe it points to Jesus. Mm-hmm. The reason I believe it points to Jesus, it may not be when Jesus came the first time, but I think it points also to say Revelation when Jesus comes again, like a refiner's fire. It talks about God coming again, that the world will be judged, and that like kind of what we see in Revelation a little bit. Yeah. So what i think also is happening is Israelites need to hear that because they need to hear just that god did care yeah that god was someone who is against this idea of oppression is against this idea yeah. of holding others like he even talks about foreigners
0: mm-hmm.
1: so if you look at the jewish people foreigners were not necessarily liked by the jewish people you look at the gentiles um yeah. the phoenicians oh, yeah they didn't marry
0: they didn't intermarry they mm-hmm. didn't uh, you can look
1: at um gentiles phoenicians um, assyrians hittites Anyone who was foreign, Egyptians, anyone who was foreign did not like, Mm -hmm. didn't want them to be part of their society at all. But God says in that verse, those who even oppress foreigners will be judged. That's wrong.
0: Mm.
1: God is saying that you are all children of God. Yeah. Like you're all part of the creation. You're all made in my image. Do not oppress others Mm -hmm. for you are oppressing the image of God. So this idea is that God actually cares about social justice. He's not someone who's out there like, oh, they do what they want. Yeah. No, he is He is like, no, we got to figure this out. Like, this is not okay. And those people who oppress others will be judged. Mm-hmm. The people who go and speak lies and take stuff off the top and make life worse for others, they will be judged. Yeah. And for our generation that we have today yep. that are so social justice-
0: oriented minded. oriented yeah. mind
1: like i feel like they should read this and be like okay no i get where god's going like this makes sense to me yeah that god is someone who actually cares god is someone who wants to see so see social justice come to full yeah that he wants people to be able to be comforted see there's always two aspects of social justice there's the there's the coming of declaring it yes. and doing something about it there's the action but there's also the action of comfort which mm. need afterwards
0: is that like reconciliation is that what you're saying
1: there's, for the people who've been oppressed, I think there's a comfort that isn't needed. Yeah. Yes, it is great to be liberated of your oppression or whatever's going on, but God meets us in that as well mm-hmm. and comforts us Yeah. to know that they are a child of God, to know that they are loved, to know that. So when Jesus actually comes, the Israelites, it's not who the Israelites thought, but Jesus is very much against social, like very very passionate about social justice we can see that Mm -hmm. when he um look at the the woman who was meant to be stoned
0: yes yeah
1: he tells all the pharisees for for you can throw the stone for for you have never sinned.
0: Yeah. He was without saying. The cast ther- the first stone. The yeah.
1: Pharisees all drop their stones and Jesus yeah. goes over and he comforts her. Yeah. He says, go and sin no more.
0: Even the woman at the well. The woman at the even well. lepers. He spent time with a lot of, um. People who would have been oppressed. Mm-hmm. Prostitutes and, you know.
1: Yeah. So Jesus actually is someone who cares. Yeah. We see that God actually cares. There's a passion that we are meant to be social justice activists as well. Mm-hmm. And I know that's not been a thing that Christians like to get involved in. It, it hasn't been.
0: Well, it can be polarized sometimes, I guess. It can be
1: polarized. But yeah. if you view it, some of the social justice things that are going on in the world, not a lot of Christians are a part of. We like to stay our course. We like to be, okay, the world's got this. <laughs> we, are, we are not meant to be of the world, mm-hmm. but we are a part of the world. We have to yeah. understand that.
0: In the world, but not of it, right?
1: Yeah. And mm-hmm. to know that we can make a difference. In our own lives, we make a difference. We can stop oppression and stop different things. So the reason I th- I'm really big on social justice, especially right now, we are doing a series in our senior high on sexual immorality.
0: Ah, mm-hmm.
1: So our first week, I kind of called the youth out on social justice. I said they're so social justice oriented, yet one of the key things that is not talked about today
0: is porn. Yeah. That's a very- It's um, a global issue. And it's very behind the, behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But
1: did you know 30% um, of all content, not just like on one site, but of all sites is actually a result of human trafficking?
0: Uh, that does not surprise me. I didn't know that statistic, but I'm not shocked.
1: But the thing is, it's not, we don't talk about it.
0: No. Well, because- It's, it's a
1: hundred billion dollar industry that w- does off of human trafficking essentially. And yet we're not trying to cancel that or not trying to shut it down or not trying to get so people are not oppressed by it anymore?
0: Yeah, so here's the thing. And I know that one of my um, kids was taught this in... I don't know, taught this in school. Anyway, it was something that they came home from school with. And I'm not sure if it came from a public health nurse or if it came from a peer. I'm not clear on that. But they came home saying that porn is a safe alternative because... You will not get pregnant or get an S T D from viewing porn. And that was the takeaway that I I don't know because my um, kids weren't there for a a presentation, but that was the talk of the class after and that's what one of them came home with. And I went, Whoa, that's not that's not true.
1: No, because it has (laughs) such psychological impacts on our minds. The psychological impact that actually causes, there's a physiological impact that actually causes in our brains. It causes us to actually, porn is actually something people can get heavily addicted to.
0: Absolutely. That wasn't where my mind went. My mind went to like more like, do you think that the person creating this is okay?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: That was where my mind went. Mm. Like it's not okay to view something that is um, mistreating Anybody, but but women. I think maybe yeah. my heart more went out to women and young girls yeah, that course. are uh, participating in that against their will. Of course. Um, so I was like, no, no, there's nothing okay with that. That's not no. not ever okay to watch or participate in in any capacity. Yeah. Unless you're hitting the delete button. Yeah. Somehow, but but anyway, thing is, we we're we're
1: so social justice oriented, especially now mm-hmm. in our times. I would say, like the 2020s are very social ju- Like since COVID, how many Marches. How many acts? How many things have people yeah. gone on to try and stop things, stop oppression? Yeah, we're not we're not doing anything about this. Like, yes. really,
0: that is definitely a a good question.
1: <laughs> like, it actually like to be completely honest. Like this, I feel like this should be something that's, the UK labeled this as the great. That's the biggest global health issue that we have today.
0: Really good for them.
1: That this is this is something that's like they're seeing it in young people, and it's like this is this, this is a bad. Concern. This is very bad. Yeah, because. A lot of psychological issues that you can develop are from it. Are anxiety, you view your own body in a bad way, which then starts more issues, and then it creates start a longer road of things.
0: It sets a bit of a pace too for how you think um, men and women should treat each other, mm-hmm. and often I think people aren't treated maybe in a loving way. Not that no. I have much experience, but that's the um, no. That's the takeaway I get from it. Yeah. That it's not a you know yeah. A rom-com where there's a little but, smooch or something, you know.
1: But even in popular shows that we've all seen, mm-hmm. it's promoted. Yeah. Look at Friends.
0: Mm. I don't recall an episode, but that's okay. Joey I, and
1: Chandler's TV breaks and it gets stuck on what?
0: Yes.
1: And they don't want to stop. I do remember They have that. to keep watching. Yeah. They, How I Met Your Mother. Mm. That's a popular show. It was a very yeah. popular show when I was growing up. Barney. Uh, <laughs> like I've never character. seen that show was so big on it mm-hmm. and it was promoted like he yeah. had an actual bookcase of justice stuff like that and it was just yeah. like yeah well there we're are meant, a lot of uh, but people viewed it like oh yeah you're meant to be like Barney when you grow up successful all that and it's like yeah 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 but it's, I'm just like there's so many issues with it there's so much hurt there's so much pain
0: hmm
1: why is this not one of the things that we're talking about social justice this is a huge social justice crisis in our world and it's not even the top one like yeah. human trafficking mm-hmm we live in the Niagara region. So let's be honest, it's Hot huge. bed
0: of human trafficking. Exactly. Border yep. town, crazy.
1: Yeah, it feels like we don't talk about it. Yeah. We're more, f- more, more focused on things that are not necessarily around us. Yeah. I, I want, well, like we tried to really encourage you to be like, no, this is something which we need to stop. Yeah. And so I think we've lit, say, a fire, hopefully, mm-hmm. where they may be like, no, th- this is something we actually need to do. This yeah. isn't, this isn't right. This is something we actually need to stop. This is something we actually need to fight against.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that's important, especially as Christians today, who have a, such a high view of what sex is meant to be like. Yep. How people are meant to be treated. We're meant to love our neighbors.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think this is the discussion that Christians really need to have is, where is our social justice action today? hmm and I think God is like, yes, come on, like yeah. God is someone who is passionate for helping those who are oppressed, yeah, for seeing those people who need love to be loved, yeah, for stopping the wrongdoers, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. going against evil. And so I really think um, that social justice in the Book of Malachi gives us a great understanding of God's social justice view. This yeah. is pre-Jesus, yeah, in our New Testament. So this is God saying, no, this is like this is wrong. Like, people who are being oppressed, this is wrong. And so I think God is someone who partners with us in our action of social justice. And mm-hmm. that should be a huge encourager.
0: Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Thank you, Pastor Wes. We would like to get in touch with Wes if you um, would like to just discuss anything with him a little bit more. If you've got a question about something we talked about or... Um, I just want to connect with him. You can reach him at Wes at com, And my email address is Julie at WayneFleetBIC.com. So thank you so much for tuning in. And we look forward to connecting with you next week. Have a great week. Bye.
1: Bye. Viva